0: All right, what's going on, guys? Hey, Joe. Joe. All right, so today we'll pick up on preparation for Washington. And you talk about this team, you know, defensively really starts up front. They've got a lot of talent in this defensive front. You know, Jack and Ron do a great job with getting these guys really after the pass. You talk about the inside pressure they give, obviously the speed off the edge. You know, their backers playing very productive right now, playing downhill behind that front. And the secondary is doing a really good job of playing that off-quarters coverage and man coverage and really taking opportunities to jump the ball. Offensively, I think Heineke's done a really good job of really extending plays, improvising on his feet. Gibson's obviously one of our top targets as a runner, a screen catcher, and then also receiver out of the backfield. You know, and then you watch obviously McKissick being gone from the lineup right there is a change for him, but McLaurin obviously is still an explosive player for them in terms of how he plays. You know, in the kicking game, it's about the specialists, they got some big leg specialists and explosive returners. You know, Carter's done a good job this year as a return, really a one-cut downhill runner. We've got to do a good job protecting against their size, covering against their speed. It's going to take a good week of preparation right now. But most of the guys are in the building. We have a number of guys that are stuck right now in traffic. have been there about for about three hours or so. Really all the guys coming from the city, Hoboken, Weehawken type area. We've a number of guys have been sending us actually pictures off their phone for about the last three hours or so that they've been stuck. So we've had a coach in the same situation, so we're moving on through the day as much as we can. And uh, we expect them to be here for the afternoon to catch them up with whatever they miss. So being said, I'll go and open any questions you have.
1: You know, Joe, sometimes, you know, there's like a no excuse thing. You're late, you're late. But in a situation like this, is it like you couldn't have done anything? And, and, you know, is that- With
0: the circumstance these guys are dealing with, with the tractor trailer, you know, that's crossing off both directions, of traffic, what we understand, the pictures we're seeing. You know, we've had players that were talking about getting out of their cars and walking. We've told them stay in the vehicle, stay with it. They'll clear it on out. We've had coaches that were stuck in as well. Uh, the roads were definitely slick today. Uh, definitely with the time we got the messages from the players that they were stuck in traffic, would have been well ahead of the attendance time. So this wasn't a deal. We had squad at 7.30 and people were texting at 7.25. This was 6.45 in the morning. Everyone's saying, look, I've been stuck, excuse me, stuck here now for a half hour or so. You know, what do you want me to do? And we we're just telling them, drive safe, stay patient. When they get you out, get you over here. So, you know, some of the guys have tried to stay in through meetings, you know, through their speakerphone and things of that nature. We'll get them caught up when they get here.
1: Joe, for the last game of the year, what do you expect from your club in terms of focus, in terms of effort, in terms of execution?
0: The same thing I would expect in the first game, Bruce. The absolute same thing i expect. Talk to our guys all the time, come in, be locked in. We're playing for each other as a team. I expect to see them in the meetings, fully prepared, done a good job this morning of that. Expect to see them in the practices, going out there and practicing with intensity, energy, and urgency, working on fundamentals, making sure we correct any mistakes as we go through the week from the film study and the next day corrections. And I expect to see the effort from the opening kickoff to the final whistle from our team. That's how we play around here. Joe, you made a, a comment the other day after the game about not having fistfights on the sideline. Is that a reference to what happened to Washington a couple weeks ago? No, I just made a comment to any outward dysfunction. Um, look, my focus is on, you know, getting our team ready right now for Washington right now. You know, you can make a lot of a lot of comments I've said in the past. You know, right now I'm on getting team ready for Washington this weekend.
1: Have you heard about that?
0: Have you heard about that from within? Have you talked to ownership or anybody about it? I talk to ownership? ownership a good bit all the time in terms of anything I've said. Um, no. Are there any changes in COVID uh, situations? So uh, Woodrow Hamilton's one of our practice squad players has been placed on the list. Other than that, all the players are back in and ramping up and getting ready to go ahead and return. We'll see where they are physically as far as their return. They were in the building yesterday with the trainers as far as moving along that path. And then uh, they'll continue with the ramp-up today and then get them back on the field as soon as we can. And as far as the players delayed, are any of the quarterbacks in that traffic situation? They are not. They are, the quarterbacks are not involved, but there's a number of actually defensive players, okay, who a lot of those guys live in that area.
1: What made you decide to cut Isaiah Wilson? You
0: guys we make roster moves all the time. So, you know, I don't go into every specific, you know, individual move. Uh, I appreciate what Isaiah did for us. Uh, wish him the best of luck. You know, I think he's got an opportunity to be a professional football player, and uh, I wish him the best wherever he goes. And uh, you know, obviously, for all the players that have played here, any help that he may need down the road, we'd be available for.
1: Expect you,
0: on the field this week? Yeah, he's going to be going through the walkthroughs with us today. We'll see how he progresses. He's dealing with an injury. Um, but We'll see kind of how it progresses throughout the week and see if he's an opportunity to get out there. But we do expect him today in the practice
1: with us. Will you, just because there's nothing on the other side of this game, will you push him a little further You know, if he's not quite ready just to get him out there and get him get a- no, I make this clear all the time. Like,
0: the medical staff has to tell us somebody is clear to go on the field to play aggressive and protect themselves. And beyond that, I expect guys to play when they're healthy enough to play. Point blank. And I only ask one question is it injury risk or pain management? And that's an assessment the medical team has to make. That's not my decision to make. So, in terms of me pushing someone to get on the field, that's not my call. Joe, this is the last chance this year for your team to play in front of these fans at home. What do you want the fans to know about this group that you work with this year? But these guys have gone through a lot of adversity this year. There's been a lot of times they could have tapped out, but this team's emptied the tank every week in preparation. They empty a the tank for each other and for the fans to represent them every time they take the field. Joe, is there anything Darius can do in the offseason to prevent the injuries, or is it just fluky? There's a number of things every player deals with. The, the nature of the National Football League is it's a long year for every rookie in this league. It's a much longer year than they've ever had to deal with. It's much different physical demands because of the week in, week out demands you have without the gaps. It's not like college where, you know, you may play, you know, Little Sisters of the Poor. They don't play guys in the second half. Then all of a sudden you get a bye week. Then you, you know, play your rivalry game on Thanksgiving weekend. Then you get a six-week break for the bowl game. Then you come out. Then you have winter break. You come back. You have spring that The breaks aren't as chopped up for the guys in this league. So just the constant managing their bodies, learning how to manage their body through the length of the season, that's something all these guys have to learn throughout the year. And we've seen a number of our guys do a really good job of it, but none of them are where they're going to be further down the road as a pro because they just have to learn their bodies more and more. The best thing for them to do is take the instruction and direction of the people in this building that help them, our training staff, our strength staff, our uh, sports performance staff, the older players who are leaders on this team who set the example in terms of how they take care of their bodies. The best thing they can do is really learn from those people and then push forward to stay healthy and on the field. In terms of Kadarius, he's had a number of injuries. You know, I wouldn't say there's been anything that's been, um, you know, They've all been legit injuries. There's nothing that he's stayed off the field for an extended amount of time that he couldn't play through. We saw this guy return from an ankle injury after Dallas, played through you know until he could in uh, the Rams game, got hurt, had an issue in the Tampa game where he had the pulled muscle and the oblique, and you know he worked to get back on the field, and he was able to come back. He came back and ended up having another injury. These are all things that just happen. So you know, I think the biggest thing for any player to do is train their body in the offseason as much as you can to build that base of muscle and to build that recovery for your body, the more you train, the easier your body recovers. But there are bumps and bruises that you have to learn to just manage your body throughout the season and deal with. And that's for any rookie.
1: For State Point, how much do you believe in the uh, second year off the ACL guys are, you know, significantly better, or can, it kind of sometimes it takes
0: guys one year to, to really get back, kind of deal? I think it's dangerous to go ahead and group anybody under one category with any injury. Everybody is different. Every body is different. Every injury is different. Um, Look, I can tell you from experience being a much lesser athlete than Saquon of having a very similar injury to my knee that that there is a length of time that it takes to get back to a certain feel and movement. I can't speak directly for Saquon, so I I can't tell you exactly how his body feels. I know this guy's worked through a lot of things. He's dealt with different injuries throughout the year. He's played hard through a lot of things. I've seen a lot of toughness and grit from him this year. Uh, In terms of what next year brings, we'll have to see when it comes. But I know he's going to work. Train and put himself in position in the best year possible. Do
1: you think for him it's just a matter of like getting healthy? Like, is is that, I mean, we didn't, we haven't seen, you know, Saquon that he was in 2018 or whatever. So is, is it just for him a matter
0: of we just need to get him healthy 100%? That's probably a better question to ask Saquon directly. What I can speak on is what I've seen from him in terms of how he's worked on and off the field, do everything for the team.
1: Of that we're very pleased. How beneficial for him can a an offseason without rehab be, you know, without, without going through that extended ACL rehab process?
0: Well, for any player coming off of an injury, the following season of having an off season without that rehab process is very beneficial. It's just that's naturally what it is, where you can go out there and train your body. You're on a different schedule in terms of what you can do. You know, The rehab and recovery is it's a very you know exhausting, strenuous process. It really is. It's not that you just come in, lay up all day, get ice on your knee or whatever it may be, and then all of a sudden you get out there back on the field. You've got to work extremely hard on everything, but the process of coming back from something like that takes a lot of physical and mental toughness to push through. Okay, People don't realize that when you go through injuries like a lot of these guys deal with that ends their season, that the season's over as far as the fans seeing them, but the process for them getting back on the field is really just beginning when they get hurt, and it never really stops. And Once you have an injury like that, the rest of your career, you're always doing something preventative for it. You know, anytime a guy's a soft tissue injury, we talk to him about always treat it like your hamstring or calf or whatever it is is always hurt. You got to treat that on the front end to make sure it doesn't become an issue. When a guy's coming off, you know, something that requires some kind of reconstructive surgery, they've got to always make sure they take they take uh, time and they take the right process to support everything around that injury to keep everything else stronger. So the work that goes in only gets volume up and amplified as you go through your career. But you know, when you come off that second year, as far as just the off season and the approach. It's a whole lot different than that previous year with the rehab.
1: Joe, um, last year, you went into the last game with with a chance to make the playoffs, right? You knew you had to win and other things had to happen. Um, In New England, you always went into the week last week with a playoff situation. So how difficult is this for you and for a team, do you think, to know this is the end, um, know you didn't accomplish goals and things like that? And just, you know, you've never done this before. We always talk
0: about playing every game regardless of the situational circumstance, playing every play, every series, every game the same way. So this is no different. Okay, I'm not going to be hypocritical in front of the team. I'm talking about playing every situation the same way, with the same intensity, urgency, and effort, and then turn around in the end and say, well, this is just different. We're only given 17 games a year. That's all you're given. Okay? You get 17 opportunities to go out there. You have to make the most of every opportunity. That's what I expect of the team, So I expected of the coaches.
1: Is it, is it, I mean, human nature, is it easier said than done? Do you have to work harder? I mean, you know, when your team is getting ready, you know there's going to be an 18-19, you know that. That's the incentive. With these guys, do you have to kind of make sure they're, you know, they're invested, you know, knowing that they're packing up after this game?
0: That's all the work you do throughout spring, training camp, and the first part of the season. That doesn't come in week 18 where now you're trying to go ahead and convince guys to go. You've got to build the team a certain way. You know, I talked very openly the other day about that, okay? So, when you build the base the right way in the front end, you're not concerned about, our guys gonna show up to work this week?
1: You're, you're uh, a coach who uh, believes uh, in practicing in the elements. I know, <laughs> obviously, this morning you moved yep. inside. Uh, can you just take us through the process of what you're-
0: Yeah, trying? real simple, frozen fields. It's the only thing we're staying off right now with the pace of practice going on today. The fields are frozen in the middle. So, we'll do the first walkthrough today inside, let the fields defrost. Hopefully, we'll be back outside today. You know, there's a forecast of for possible rain this weekend. So any opportunity we get to get outside in the wet balls, we're going to look to go ahead and use. And we hear there may be snow Friday, so see if we can have some fun in that as well.